Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Brass tacks here. All right, we're getting, all right, dude, cut the shit. We're getting right down to business. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got orphan. We got orphan to discuss, We got God orphan damn it. first kill. All right. I don't even want to do a podcast. I just want to talk to you about it. Okay. Yeah. So we have to introduce the podcast. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. <laughs> my name. My name is Stephen Bell. And my name is Tom Ryman. Yeah. Yeah. We know. We know. And we just watched. We just watched Orphan First Kill. We Orphan just watched First Kill. We just watched Orphan First Kill. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. I think something's going on with Esther. Is there anything you want to tell me about your time away? How's that possible? Four years ago, she was still drawing stick figures. Esther's behavior has been so erratic. Hello, Mommy. Thank you, Mommy. I know, Mommy. I did notice some inconsistencies. What are you getting at? To me, it felt like a performance. All right, now that the bullshit's out of the way, Dave. <laughs> All right, so ah, this movie. Holy shit! <laughs> this movie has real. This movie mo- has a, this movie has well reviewed. Tom, did you yeah, know that? I did this movie, <laughs> and I I can kind of understand it. I can kind of kind, understand. I, it. Yes, I know why, but I also disagree. Yeah, I think people. I think. People are a little too dazzled by this movie's cleverness, and it's not that clever. It just it's doesn't not really. That clever. It does a really cool thing that I think should have happened earlier. Um. Yes. So <laughs> I would compare this, and I'm not saying this is the same quality. And I know you like this film, and I know a lot of people like this film. It's malignant. I didn't. Uh, malignant. Yes. Which is that it's a brand of horror that is running on a meme. That's basically like, oh, we're going to, we're going to, we want this to be discussed. So people go, oh, can you believe this? And I would argue the first orphan was that too. And I would argue yeah. that, uh, and I'm going to take Malignant out of this because I know people like Malignant, but I would argue that when you run on a meme, you are neither scary <laughs> nor like necessarily clever as a movie. Like that's the thing, this and orphan. Both of these movies, because I just watched Orphan recently, because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it, gotcha. um, I, I aren't scary movies. They're thrillers. Yes, they're the hand that rocks the cradle. They're yeah. the good son. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. And this this one leans a little more into it, I guess, because the first one there's more of a mystery element to it. But here, like we already know what the deal yeah. is. The first um, one, there's a lot of, um, fab- if you don't remember, there's a lot of fabricated jump scares in the first half because they have nothing to do. Yeah. So there's like literally a part where she goes to the orphanage and two orphans run by and they like, they in the sound mixing, make their laughs really abrupt to literally jump scare you like, it's an orphan. Oh my God, look out. <laughs> Children. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would, I again, like I would say the first one falls under this too. 
and I know people say that one's not terrible. I, I, I don't, I think it's once you, when you watch it, knowing the twist, it's very boring. Uh, and it's, and there's nothing else really. And I would it's, say for, for me, it was sort of like, it was a little bit like that, uh, Dennis Quaid movie that we talked about like two years ago. Oh um, my God. Where it was like the movie itself is just kind of whatever, but like the reveal left me with this really creepy feeling, just like thinking right. back through them. It's like, Oh, she was a grown up this whole time. And that makes like a lot of the scenes really dark. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The, um, so yeah. for people who don't understand the villain of this series is an adult woman with dwarfism, uh, with mental health problems. And that it's so funny because I, I remember I never saw this movie because the marketing was like orphan. And yeah. it was like, it's an orphan. Why are we scared of orphans? Are we supposed to be scared of orphans? And then you watch the movie and they're, and they're like, don't be good to orphans because it might just be a really short lady. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. So we're demonizing like dwarfism with mental health issues. Right, with, with, like, what, with, what are we doing here? It's, and the thing they sort of yada yada over in both the original film and in the sequel is like, uh, Esther slash Lena, I think is her real name. Um, yeah. She must have had the most miserable, dark life yeah. before we meet her, right? She's clearly been traumatized by something. Yeah, yeah. The, fact that, the fact that she is a 31-year-old woman that looks like a 10-year-old girl, like that is a nightmare. That is a waking yeah. nightmare. <laughs> and when we say looks like a 10-year-old girl, for the sake of this movie... For the sake of this movie, she absolutely doesn't. It's She looks no. like a hobbit. Like, I texted you, she looks like either a hobbit or like child Colin Robinson from the new season yeah. of what we do in the shadows. She does. And this is, this is, they've made, they've, they're using like effects and like, uh, ca like Peter Jackson camera tricks and stuff to make yeah. her small, but they're not changing her face, which is the face of an adult woman. <laughs> yeah. Nothing against this actress. She's actually, she's the only reason I think these movies are entertaining. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. Um, in the first one, I looked it up. She was 12 years old, mm -hmm. which is all sorts of fucked up when you think of like certain scenes she has with they're, that they're, Sarsgaard. They're definitely using a double in those scenes. Hundred oh, percent um, using a double in those. There's nobody would stand for that. No. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and well, yeah. Uh, and uh, and so for this one, they use the same actress because she was great. She was great in the first one, and the she's 25 now, and that's not old. She's not old. No. But to play someone with a body of a 10 year old. Yes, she is old. She looks like a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, she looks like a, the, like a grown woman. Yeah, yeah. But she she but, looks like she's uh, doing a sketch comedy. Uh, she can like play that. it convincingly, though. And I guess, like after watching like two seasons of Pen Fifteen, like my brain, I right. think is like allowing itself to be tricked. So it doesn't. But it's it's yeah, not. There's scenes where people walk in the scene. And they're like, "How are you doing, little girl?" And I'm like, right. that is a woman." <laughs> like, like I'm in it most of the time. Because just like 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 we're saying, like she she's a good actress and she is able to perform yeah. convincingly as somebody trying to con you into believing she's a little girl, I guess. Uh, right. And so like everybody around her is treating her like a kid. So like my brain is allowing itself to be tricked. But every so often, it's yeah, it's like one of those minutes where it's like, oh, isn't she just a little lady? And it's like, yes, yeah. yes, she is. She's literally <laughs> a lady that you're making look shorter. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did, did we need to explain the twist of the first orphan? I think it's pretty clear. Everybody it's knows about, it. Yeah, yeah. It's about them getting an orphan 
uh, the, a family with two kids, and they're like, "Oh, we just need a third. And I'm like, "I don't like you guys at all." And it's um, the what's fa- her name? The families in both of these movies are real fucking creep shows. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but in the should first, not one, be do, allowed to adopt children. I do want to describe the first one because the first one, it's um, what's her name? Um, Vera, Vera Farmiga. Yeah, Vera Farmiga and Sarsgaard. Peter Sarsgaard. Pete, Pete Sarsgaard. Yeah. Who just has creep face, I realized. Um, and, uh, he's made it work for him for 20 years he, now. Yeah, he really has. Um, <laughs> and so they adopt this orphan. And I, there's a specific reason I'm telling this, too, is that because it's the good son, basically. Um, although this is literally the good son at the end. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. And so this orphan is clearly like she's she's like she kills a nun and like blackmails their daughter and they do all this stuff and 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 then eventually the reveal is oh she's actually a 30 something year old woman who has dwarfism who's not an orphan and that was the big surprise and what i want to point out is that movie is from the perspective of this family who and i i would argue they don't do a good job at this but we're supposed to like they're yes. not very charismatic people but they are protagonists you know the mom is the protagonist right like, and she hasn't done anything wrong not this really movie, they're they're trying to like adopt a child to save their marriage aren't they yeah i mean like, like i said it's cause like it's, peter sarsgaard argue, cheated on her <laughs> yeah i would argue they're not likable but they're yeah, supposed to be they're, they're supposed trying to be. to be yeah yeah they're not evil uh, they're just yeah. they're just kind of fucking creeps <laughs> like yeah let's this let's movie, let's adopt a, a, a child and bring her into our mess to save right. our marriage <laughs> but going into talking you know, about I'm this i'm glad movie. that child turned out to be a 31 year old murderer <laughs> <laughs> that's the yeah, wake up call that. you deserved yeah exactly <laughs> um and at the end esther dies or at least i thought this was good I, I forgot this was a prequel yeah uh, so I just assumed they were going to bring her back like fucking no, she's Jason super, Voorhees. No, she's super fucking dead at the end of that yeah. first movie. But it's so weird to have this because it is like, is she supposed to be like a slasher killer? Because she's not formidable, I would argue. Uh, no, she has to. She, I mean, it's a, in the first to movie, too. You. She's got to surprise people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first movie. And I just want to stress the move. The first movie knew we needed a protagonist, right? We needed a good person, te- quote unquote, someone that we were like, I want this person to succeed. So well, going into this movie, I'm going to I'm going to put a pin. Well, not put a pin in that, Dave. I'm just going to challenge that uh, from the beginning of this movie until the end credits rolled. I only wanted to see Esther succeed. Well, that's the thing. And so <laughs> like, she's the main. She's, she's the, main, the character. main character. Yeah, she's not. I guess the protagonist. I guess because in the sense that like a protagonist is supposed to have an arc. I would argue she no kinda, one has an arc in she, this. Esther has a little bit of one in this. Yeah, uh, th- but this, the thing this, is, this makes her like more. I, I like it. This like worsens her pathology. I guess I don't know. It's not much of an know. arc. It's not much of an arc, and I would argue they don't shoot her like the main character in some scenes. There's a couple scenes where we're getting, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, so I don't want to spoil anything, where they think they killed her, and then they look and she's gone, and they shoot it like she's Michael Myers, where they're like, oh no, she's gone, and I'm just like, aren't we rooting for her? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's, like, they, the, they constantly swap the perspective. Yes, um, is it, except first they try to set it up like Julia Stiles is the main and man, I'm so glad to see Julia Stiles back. What a great role for her yes. in this movie. <laughs> yes. This is a super... Summer of Styles, let's do this. I, I like, I, I like, I genuinely, like, I genuinely had this thought as I was, as the end credits of this movie rolled and, and her name comes on the end of the screens, like, and Julia Stiles, like, oh, I can, I can 
picture if I could Julia Stiles sitting there reading the script being like, uh, this seems a little and then getting to like page 45 and being like, okay, yeah, I want to play this. Yeah, I want to do this. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, should we start with the twist or should we lead up to it? Because let's I have lead up to say it. about Let's the lead asylum. up to it. Let's lead up to it, you guys. Uh, this is going to be a three-hour podcast. I know. Tom. I'm just so fucking excited. First of all, you guys can watch this right now on Paramount+. Plus. I think it's in theaters, but yeah. it's also on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, and I'm sure you can rent it as well Probably, if you don't have Paramount+. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, like Malignant, uh, it's the first half is a little slow because it seems like it's going to be a different kind of horror movie. Uh, yes. And then thing, and, the, the rules abruptly fucking change. Yeah. Through. And I would, I would argue the first half is useless, useless. In, I had in no malignant use for the first or half. this in this, in this. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. We'll get into it. I'll, I'll state my reasons why in a second. Yeah, the the opening is kind of pointless. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we know. So we know Esther is a thirty something year old woman. We know mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah, we, the know, we all we all know Esther. As, we, as, we, this, as, a, the, as yeah. this movie opens, we're well acquainted with this character. Yeah, I would like to start with the title, Orphan First Kid. <laughs> so they start at an an asylum, and they have this new new lady come in, and she it's like, oh, okay. It's her first day in the job, and they're warning her about Esther. Although, the, yeah, she has a different name, and Lena. basically, yeah, I think it's Lena. And so we're gonna watch this lady discover she's a she, like. There's a scene where she's like, "Oh, it's a child," and it's like, "No, she's not a child." They have to explain everything again, and what they explain, and this is very, this is very key, is that she's in the asylum because she was a grifter who was robbing families pretending to be kids, and then one family she killed right they heavily imply that she did yeah and they say like yeah she lives here now so my first question is why isn't this movie about that family like why why if it's called orphan first kill and they're you're right it is actually it is weird that they sort of put it in the exact same context as the first film where it's like if they're if, if you're gonna have it be like esther lena's origin story like actually show us that like show us her before she's been caught and anyone knows what her game is exactly it's so weird that they started here and they because yeah orphan the the other film has a scene where someone explains the exact same thing they say oh she was in this asylum she left she grifted this family and their house burnt down uh and they're talking about julia styles right yeah but then this one is saying the exact same thing. So that means there's two families yeah, that she did this, this has to. This happened to already. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, so are, why are, again, why aren't we, why don't you just merge the two stories? And why don't you just make it like that? And it's, it, and again, it's called first kill. So we don't actually see the first kill. She kills someone in this and I'm pretty sure it's like her third or fourth kill. Yeah, it's, uh, it should it should technically be because I think there's like three or four people in the family, and then she kills the art therapist in her house. Right. So it should be orphan fifth kill, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe so it's right talking away, it's, spoilers. Maybe it's talking about Julia Stiles. Maybe, but anyway. th- it's not her. It's not hers either. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So th- none of it makes sense. Is my point. Yeah. Uh, it, and then she gets out because of the worst orderly ever. The, the whole. <laughs> This whole thing, okay, like, she shows up, this art therapist shows up, who by, is another character who they make you think is going to be the protagonist, but she's not. And right. that's, that's not a knock against this movie. Horror movies do that all the time. Fucking yeah. uh, Janet Lee in Psycho. 
Um, so she shows up and like this guy is explaining, oh, you're going to be the art therapist to our most dangerous uh, patient here, Lena. And then the whole place goes on lockdown and he puts her in a room for safety with Lena. Yeah. And doesn't he it, doesn't even check the, the room. The first thing out of his mouth is not explaining the fact that Lena looks like a child and she uses that to to trick right. people. And that's what makes her dangerous. Like he just says she's our most dangerous. Uh, uh, if somebody was like like that, like if you had a patient like that and that the specific reason why they were dangerous is because they look like a child. That's the first thing you tell someone. When they yeah. show up is that this person looks like a ch- it's like when they have um those signs near prisons where it's like hitchhikers may be escaped inmates. Right. <laughs> like, Warning, you need to tell people like right away that there is a person here who looks like a child and will use that advantage to murder you. <laughs> yeah, that is very key because afterwards she's like, you never said she was a child. And he's like, she's not. And it's, it's like, like, OK, yes, but, like, but you get it. <laughs> but there's that guy. And then there's the orderly who lets her out. Uh, right there's an orderly who like there's always <clears throat> and it's always. like again you'd think first day of training it's like no one knows well who she is they well, say that's the most dangerous patient and then this weird pervy orderly is like i'm gonna give you these things that that she has the so in the first movie she has these wrappings around her neck and wrists and this is important because i want to talk about it later that's hiding her scars because yes. she was she was um held she was um she fought against her restraint, restraint. so so hard yeah, yeah. so hard and so he's giving her these like new bands and she's like, if you come in here, I'll give you something in return. And so he's like a weird pervert on several levels. There's there's but you'd think this orderly wouldn't either wouldn't be allowed there or like again, they'd be like, Listen, she's gonna kill you. I like mean, day one training, this person will kill you. This this shit does happen. Yeah. So I know. Uh, but it's uh, but I do <sighs> It seems like it's it's an oft used trope in these movies that the reason the murderer escapes is either uh, it, it's either fucking perv orderly or like nice guy orderly that is then betrayed. Yeah. They this, do they do both does, in Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's the thing is it is it's a trope that they just lean on. Yeah. There's a few in this, like the ending with the roof. I'm so sick of movies where people go to the roof of a house. And it's like, that's the opposite. That's the opposite worst place, place to be when yeah. the house is burning down. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, she gets out. Uh, this art person sees her outside and is like, oh, I better leave the car <laughs> and run inside to tell them. And I was like, don't do that. Yeah, like, she, it's, it's a she, lot of this. She sees, yeah, she sees the, the, the again, the person who she was told is the most dangerous person in that building yeah. has escaped. And does a little shh sign, you know, holds her finger up to her mouth and then scampers off it into the blizzard. So the first thing this lady does is get out of her car, leave it running and unlocked to go yep. inside. Yep. Guess <laughs> so. who comes home with her? Yeah, they do. They Then they, they're like, man, I hope the police can get her. That the, Like the terrible fucking asylum. This is a clown show. They have a conversation with her. Yeah. Like... Like she's talking to the the head doctor again in the um, exit hallway of the of the asylum, 
right next to the huge pool of blood and brains where yeah. one of the other patients beat a guard to death. And they're just having this conversation where she's like, I don't think I can work here. He's like, oh, well, I'm sorry to see you leave. I'm like, right. there is a man's evacuated brain cavity just <laughs> two feet away from you while you're having she's, this conversation. She I think she says, I think she literally says this job isn't for me. This room that you're speaking in smells like hot meat. And yeah. you're, we're just pretending Incredible. like this is normal. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so she she drives home and, and it's like, do-do-do-do, I wonder where that orphan went. Uh, and sure enough, she's in her fucking trunk. She's in the back of her car. Of course she is. Yeah. yeah you left course. it unlocked. Yeah. Why was it your response idiot. to seeing fucking Michael Myers outside the yeah. hospital to lock the doors and drive as fast as you can in the opposite direction? Right. Like, why did you get out and leave the thing unlocked? You left your hatchback open. Why would <laughs> yeah. you do no, that? I felt I'm nothing glad for this you're character. dead. Yeah, yeah. I wanted her dead. <laughs> and we got, we, I got, get, we is... get our wish very quickly. Yeah. Uh, people listening, this movie is fun. I, and yeah. like, I, 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 this isn't one of those ones where it's like, oh, I don't watch it. Uh, I can see watching it with friends and having fun because it is, it's not so bad it's good. I don't think it hits that point, to no, be honest. not quite. Uh, and so that we're actually going to get into what, like, next is where it starts dragging to Right, me. yeah, because so, we're having a fucking blast describing the first five minutes, but, like, the, yeah. the following 30 to 35 minutes are very, very slow, and not much happens. Yeah, because what happens is she goes to this, she kills this lady, yeah. she's in her house, and she starts Googling missing children that, so she can do her grift. Uh, and she finds this American uh, kid who went missing that looks like her. She goes to a park, pretends to be the kid. So the cops, the she's in Russia, I believe. Yeah. And the cops <clears throat> pick her up. And then we cut to Julia Stiles. And she has Gunner. Best name. Best <laughs> name. Gunner, her shitty kid, who was he's, shitty from the start. From, yeah, from jump. He's a piece of shit. I love Gunner. <laughs> yeah. Gunner's great. What a scumbag. Yeah. And uh and then she has her husband and they and she's sort of like her giving up on her child. Her, her husband's lost a Sutherland. Child. Did you notice that? Oh no, really? Yeah, he's, he's a Kiefer? He's he's an unknown Sutherland. Yeah, he's one of he's a I think he's Kiefer's half brother. Oh, good for him. He's like one of Donald's kids. He's a half Kief. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a half Kief. <laughs> Yeah, I bet he. I bet they hang He's out. He's a daywalker. A daywalker. I, I yeah. bet he. I bet he has spent at least one holiday with Kiefer. He's probably touched Kiefer Sutherland. Probably yes. right. Yeah, they've probably bought a Christmas tree together. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he then jumped into yes. <laughs> um, Sutherland. Ah, oh, Kiefer. Uh, he should have been Kiefer. For the record, this should have been Kiefer. <laughs> if this um, had been nothing Kiefer against this Sutherland. guy. He should have played the orphan. <laughs> it would have been a different ass movie. Yeah. I want like, Kiefer Sutherland playing the orphan. They're all like, hey, little guy. It would, it would, <laughs> it would be like trying to acclimate two cats. Like you'd get yeah. orphan in the house with Kiefer and they just immediately start hissing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's a, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> so what happens is they, uh, so, so she, she comes in, they're like, we found your kid. And so for the next like half hour or so, we're watching basically like the worst this, type of situational comedy where where we know who she is. Right, we know that she's not. We're basically watching the first act of the first movie again, except we already know what the game is. So it's exactly it's even more pointless. 
and they keep doing these near misses where she almost gets caught in a lie or they almost mm-hmm. where they they almost find her diary and they're like oh no she's gonna get found out and it's like i don't care why do i care like they they seem to think the stakes are she's oh you don't want her to get found out do you and it's like but she's a murderer there's there's a way like, there's a way to do that the show the netflix show you does that really well Okay. Um, but it's not like that. That's because they spent the whole show is from his point of view and they spend a lot of time in his internal monologue and stuff. And they, they do these incremental reveals where you like slowly realize, Oh, he's much crazier than we thought. But, right. uh, since yeah, we already, you... we already know the totality of, of what Esther is capable of. So it's like, we and, and plus the movie's not really from her point of view. It is sometimes like you had already exactly. mentioned. So it it's, changes constantly. So it's yeah. It, they don't. This is not done well in this movie. So this this first act is really kind of wheel spinning in a way that's not very entertaining right. because we already know what the game is and we have no real reason to care whether or not Esther gets caught until a gigantic penny drop. Right. But I still, I, hold on. I'm still, okay. I'm still on this okay. part because they also, the family, we've barely known the family. So we're not rooting for the family yet. We don't care about any of the characters is the point. And they keep doing this thing where they're like, is she going to get caught? And it's like, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. Uh, and on you're top rooting, of this, you're rooting for some people to get murdered. Like her, her brother's, rooting, her brother's a prick. Her brother's yeah. friends are a fuck. Like Gunner and his friends are all assholes. You're like, I can't wait I'm, for these kids to die. Yeah, but I'm, I'm rooting for something to happen. Yeah, and 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 they keep doing this thing where she keeps getting almost caught. And and again, I don't care. I just want something to happen. Meanwhile, for a grifter, she has the worst plan ever. So this woman knew that she was going to be posing as this uh, this little girl. When she gets brought to the family, it's clear she had no plan. They ask her, they're like, where have you been? And she's like, oh, I'm not ready to tell. Because she yeah. didn't think of where she had been. Well, she's not. Uh, we see clearly in a, uh, like after the second or third night, she almost, like she was never planning to stay there long. Like she, she loads up, she steals a bunch of jewelry and cash and stuff, and she's about to run away, but she starts to like fall in love with the Sutherland. So right, that's why right, she right, ends right. up staying. So there, there's a little bit of like her pathology mixed up in that as well. But yeah, you're yeah. right. She has like her plan is to just be in the she's, house for a short, a very short period of time and then just rob them. Right. That, and that's she what gets she trapped. Does. So there's things like, like she's, she's still concerned about her scars and it's like, I don't, can you... Can you just make something up? Can you say like, oh, I was held hostage. These are from my ba- like my constraints. Like you can make up a fucking story. But instead, she seems incapable of that. <clears throat> and so a lot of this opening is them being like, where have you been? What's going on? And her being like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, don't touch. Don't touch my neck. You know, and it's it's all the same stuff, like you said, from Orphan. Yeah. But we know. So you're. it's just so dull. And there's nothing happening. Right. And, it's, and we're we're is... seeing the same shit again. And it's like, we, we know what it is. Like, we know the deal. Like, we don't, I don't need to watch yeah. a second set of parents figure out that Esther's not really a little kid. Yeah. Uh, and we don't care about, we don't, so we don't care about her. We don't care about the family. There's, there's just no one to care about. Um, they have the same fucking sex scene from the first movie. Basically. Where she watch, catches them. Except I would say in the first movie, it's, it's, unhinged because they fuck in the kitchen if you recall yeah and they get completely naked and then they're like oh my god esther sauce and it's like yeah yeah you were she would you were you were in the cold fucking in the kitchen yeah it was like 8 p.m and you were in your kitchen the neighbors saw you (laughs) 
<laughs> she she leaves in this one. She leaves her book out for Julia Stiles to see, um, even though she knows. I what did, did she leave the book out for a reason? She got frustrated because what happens is the mom and dad, Julia Stiles and uh, the step Keith, step Keith. Uh, go go off to some gala because he's a painter and that's this is where she learns like her black light painting that we yes. see in the first movie um, they go off to some gallery thing to raise money and leave her at home with Gunner who fucking rules uh, he immediately <laughs> has a house party with all of his doofy shitty ass friends right um, who and treat then, her like shit they're, they're like what's with your kidnapped sister such oh, assholes yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like psychos <laughs> and, it, and of, of course yeah. the, the, it makes a little bit more sense after the reveal happens but yeah. uh yeah they're real deranged real, real top shelf assholes <laughs> yeah. that, that gunner hangs out with but the uh the cop shows up the detective shows up um and he takes one of her records uh to go dust it for fingerprints so she oh. she goes she sees that he's come by because he stops and talks to gunner for a second and then she goes up into her room and sees that the record is missing so she quickly checks to see if her book is still there but she's so oh she's she, so she, flustered she's flustered and rushes off to intercept the detective and she leaves she her turns book on the out. show okay yeah. so i need to hit the pause real quick and talk about the detective yeah because <laughs> the detective for no real reason decides that this isn't the little girl right it's weird that he jumps to this conclusion yes right and so what he does is he basically sneaks into her room takes a record to match her fingerprints he breaks Couple in and questions. steals something yeah he's so not with yeah. that what that means is that little girl's fingerprints are on file, which I assumed they it just were they just weren't. What that means is when they first got her, why didn't they check then? Yeah, why didn't they do like, a DNA test? Yeah, because I I assume someone correct me if I'm wrong. There's been enough fucking ch the changeling style yeah. <laughs> cases. Where, like, the, I'm sure the cops well, that, these that, days have you seen are that? like, because this place is 2007, by the way. Yeah. When they say, it, or the, as a prequel, this isn't the 90s. This is the mid This is 2007. 2000s. This is still post 9 11 America that yeah. we're in. So it's weird that this they is, don't this is double after check. Napster. Like, yeah. It, it's, have you seen that? There's a very famous documentary, The Imposter. That is basically yeah. There's this. a few, right? Yeah, yeah. That's happened, but it, yeah. So it, it's like we know that this is a grift that sometimes happens. So like yeah. you would think they would do a DNA test or test her fingerprints before yeah, uh, this. For some reason, Lord knows why they have this child's fingerprints on file. Probably to but help they find do. her. Yeah, but when did they get the fingerprints? I assume probably when she went oh, missing. Oh, they like lifted it off yeah, of her stuff. Right, so yeah, they could like have it in a database, you know, just in case that it ever sense. shows yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, think there's so, a yeah. in True Detective Season 3 that it winds up being a thing. Yeah. So yeah, they if the if the guy was suspicious or like wanted to be sure, it's so weird that he's suddenly after the fact like, oh, I want to... It's like they forgot. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, I forgot to do that. I gotta. I better go and make sure so it also, it for whatever reason i feel like they hand wave over that in the first film too like because the first time she went to the doctor the jig would be up so like there's yeah. they, they i feel like in the first movie they they find some real hackneyed she like, keeps saying i don't want to go to the dentist nonsense I don't go. well they, it's the dentist because like her teeth but like the 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 any orphanage you they would you would get a checkup like you're required yeah. to so and you like, know what? There's if no reason brought... she never would have been brought to a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you br yes. 
And uh, in this case, a missing child shows up after yes, like years. Yes, you get the her checked place, out. Yeah. You go to the hospital. She wouldn't have a choice. She wouldn't have a choice. That's no, the first you would stop. have to. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is stupid. Yeah, because what's yeah. about to happen is also stupid. Um, is uh, uh, so it's she goes incredible. If, if, well, if that's it's the word you're searching for. There's, there's stupid things in this. Uh, yeah. In this incredible moment. <laughs> so she goes to the detective's house. Um, to to murder him and yes. he's he's, <laughs> he's matching him. the fingerprints he sees they own a match and he's like who is this and you see in the trailer she kills him um and then do you, do you want to explain it well sure so yeah, yeah. He's, she she stabs him four hundred and eighty seven thousand times in the back of the neck. Right. With the, is with he the, in an apartment or a house? I'm not sure because he hears his door open and close and doesn't get up to check. Right. It also feels like an apartment, right? It well, looks he like does, an apartment. He does get up to check, but it takes him way too long. Yeah, but it looks like an apartment. Like it's the the door is right there. Uh, kind of. It's hard to tell, honestly. It's a big room. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. It could just be the front room of a house, too. That's true. Um. Either way. Uh. Either way, there's neighbors, and I just want to point that out. Yeah. That's she, all. Yeah. She stabs the mighty fuck out of him. Um, but he's still not dead because <laughs> Esther's not great at killing people. She's like it, really t- not. it takes her a while. She has to like the, the the art therapy teacher. She beats her with a tire iron for like a minute <laughs> before yeah. she dies. Um, so the cop's still not dead, and 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 she's like, "What? Why the fuck did you have to like? What? Why didn't you think I was this this kid? Like, what? What's what's your deal?" Um, and. Uh, Cops still alive. Cops still alive. I forget which, what she says, but I forget what what exactly is exchanged between them. But Esther basically says, "Oh, my mom will never. You'll you'll never. She'll never know that I'm not her daughter." Uh, and then the detective says, "Oh, yes, she does." <laughs> and then he suddenly gets shot about eight times by Julia Stiles, who is there. Yeah. And so in his last breath, the detective got in a zinger. <laughs> he sure did. He wasn't like, please, please. Because Julia Stiles is pointing a gun at him when he says that. Yes. So like this motherfucker. Yeah. Listen, uh, man, so, the chips are down. He knows he's, his, his, yeah. car, his ticket's about to get punched. I'd, I'd, I'd throw a zinger yeah. out there. Yeah. And again, leave so him wa- Dave, leave him wanting more. <laughs> that's fair. So now gunshots have been fired. I just want to many, point that out. She empties the gun. She shoots him yeah. so many times. Yeah, and for the just for the record, no one gets involved. No neighbors, nothing. No one notices. Nope. That's all. Uh, so, so Julia Stiles with yeah. the gun. So the reveal is Julia Stiles sits her down and and just just starts talking to her like one grifter to another. She's like, "Okay, so you're a grown ass woman <laughs> pretending to be my child, whom we both know you're not. I know you're not Esther because I know Esther is dead." Um, yep. Because dun, dun, dun. fucking her, just her beautiful idiot shit demon son Gunner uh, killed Esther somehow. It's they're they're yeah. never they're never specific about it. They they say like he was too rough with her. Yeah. Which uh, spoilers near the end it happens again. Yeah. <laughs> where he accidentally shoves Esther down the stairs, and it's the same moment where he's like, "Oh my god, oh I didn't mean to," and it's like, "Gunner, you you, you Lord help you if you ever get a kitten." Yeah. Like yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> you. You can. Gunner like, cannot then, be trusted around other yeah. living things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gunner just keeps keeps doing this. Apparently. Yeah. This it's this, this curse. beautiful idiot Gunner. 
With so his yeah, this little fencing mask. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a Joan Bonet, right? Like it's what that true crime theory is, where it's like they covered Julia Stiles covered up the death of Esther. Uh, because to to save Gunner, her to avoid, teabag son. Yeah, to avoid losing the only kid she has left, even though he is just a just a tremendous dickhead. Yeah, he is just a waste of flesh and <laughs> yeah. um, really useless dad, bone sack. Right, and the, and the the catch is the dad doesn't know. No Poor idea. Little Keith, uh, half Keith is half Keith, is Steph the Keith. innocent guy. No idea. So he thinks his daughter's argue, come home. He's painting again. He's like singing through the house. His yeah. life is great now. <laughs> you would argue that he's the character you want to succeed, except we don't know him. We barely. They barely. We just they they paint him with him. a very broad brush. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's just generic nice guy. So you just yeah. oh you don't want to you don't want anything bad to happen to him. The same way you don't want anything bad to happen to like a puppy. Right. It's like, oh, he's so nice, and he doesn't know. He just thinks everything's good now, and it super is not. So here's where the movie becomes what it should have been the whole time, which is Esther realizes that she is now stuck in this grift because Julia Stiles is like, okay, look, you're going to, our lives are really good right now, and the fact that Esther's no longer missing is really convenient for me. So you're going to keep pretending to be our kid. (laughs) Yes. So here's, here's, there's, there's a double twist here. <clears throat> Excuse me, because it's not just that Gunner played too hard with Esther and accidentally killed her. He did that, but also he is a sociopath and Julia Stiles. Those are two separate things. Yes. Just for the record, in addition like, to Gunner accidentally <laughs> killing Esther, both right. he and his mom are lunatics. Yeah, they don't care yeah. that Esther's dead. That's what's important. Yes. Is like he's literally later, later, he's just like, I killed one little brat, I can kill you. So he's saying shit like that. So it's like, they are, they are, a f- this guy married this woman who happened to be American psycho, Patrick Bateman. Yes. Basically. And then she had a kid that's just like her. Yeah. And, and, and so like, it, it's Esther just happened to be grifting this fucking family of like, complete sociopaths so she makes him she makes esther help hide the cop's body in the same well that she put her daughter in yep again just a a body hiding well out in the wilderness yeah (laughs) and she's just a weird fucking sociopath and it's like all right what the fuck is happening it's it's a uh, soap opera yeah but it's great uh and i the movie should have done this much earlier uh because then we could have avoided that first act where it's just sort of repeating the original movie again and just have it been this kind of kind of funny honestly that yeah. she has to keep like pretending to be the it's it's the scenes where she is just like ah fuck where she just like has to drop the act and just be a 30 year old woman are very yeah. funny to me <laughs> they are very funny because she's she didn't ask for any of this yeah she's julia styles is wearing her making her wear these pink dresses and is right. making her eat beanie weenies at dinner yeah <laughs> she's just it's, like it's, motherfucker <laughs> it's the equivalent of like jason Voorhees being found by a giant who treats him like a pet treats him like a cat exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. that's what it is it's and like there's this nothing she can do about who's it who's just sitting there nothing like she can do mm-hmm. about it yeah, yeah. but this happens we, all right, so you're we're about 40 minutes into this podcast 
this is about in real time yeah. <laughs> to the movie. Yeah. That's the that's one of the problems is they don't spend much time with this. Like this movie is 99 no, minutes. It's only about 20 minutes of the movie if that is is yeah. this is this part where like the jig is up, Julia Stiles knows, Gunner knows and they're forcing her to keep this act up and they're all doing this weird deranged grift on poor fucking half Keith yeah. who just thinks everything is great. <laughs> and Gunner, so the idea, all right, so the idea, because she's just like, she's like, I, so the, so the point is that uh, uh, the question is, of course, like Esther is like, oh, I'll just tell on you. And Julia Stiles is like, oh, they won't believe you, right? Once I exp- expose you, it'll just, we'll just, Esther will be dead again. And I just don't want Esther to be dead again, right? So I, I need you because I don't want Esther to be dead again. But let me make this clear. If we have to, we can get rid of you. Yeah. We can tell the cops and they won't believe you what yeah, you say. Uh, yeah, yeah. She actually, it's, it's funny to watch. Um, I, I, one thing I do, it, it, some people might call it a plot hole or, or like uh, undercooked writing. And I don't necessarily, which it very well may be, but I don't necessarily agree with that because we do get to see that Esther's not like a mastermind. She doesn't. No. She does not think of she's every. She's herself. Yeah, she does not think of every possibility. So we do see a scene where, like, she's fa- uh, confronting Gunner, and he's like, "Oh, I'm so glad we don't have to put up the act anymore. You're a weird little mutant, um, and you're, you're I fucking own you. No matter. So you do what I say, or else I can, you know, we can have you sent back to that gulag in Russia or whatever." And she's like, "Yeah, well, if you do that, I'll, I'll take you guys down with me." And he's like, "Who are they gonna believe?" <laughs> The yeah. uh, the nice family or the the deranged grifter murderer who escaped from an, an institution in Russia and has right. murdered her way across the globe, and then you see her realize that as he's yeah. saying it. So it's but, okay. pretty pretty great, but I think. There's a lot of there's a lot of things here. All right, so <laughs> yeah, because I would argue Gunner threatening the murder lady is also not smart. Um, well, they we, do in the asylum they say she's like an expert grifter and then everything in this movie shows to the contrary where it's like oh no she's not <laughs> she's it, it really it, right it really is 95 percent the fact that she looks like a kid yeah they, they let they let you they, people let kids get away with a lot so yeah um, but i want to explore for a second what is the best case scenario for julia styles in this moment because right now we have three people Two of them uh, are killed this little girl, and they have found this 30-year-old woman with dwarfism to take her place. To what end? Oh, How gonna... long would this be happening for? There's some vague implications that you can sort of glean from a couple of bits of dialogue that Julia Stiles has. They're going to keep her around for maybe a year, and then they're going to kill her. Right. But then how does that help anything? Because the whole thing is she's, she says... I want you to be my daughter because my husband is happy again and it would break his heart. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so wouldn't killing her just do that again to the husband? Uh, she even says later, she's like, he is, this is going to, because they try to fake her suicide. That's yeah. their first plan. Yes, and they're yeah. like, it's going to break his heart, but he'll get over it. And it's yeah. like, well, she also says there's nothing. Having a, a dead child is not as bad oh, as right. a missing child. Right. So they um, want to keep her and then kill her. Yeah. And I would argue, sort of, I don't know if that's as bad. I, like, don't, seems... I don't know either. I've heard people say that in like true crime stuff. And then, of course, there was that famous case of that 
oh, what was it called? They made the TV movie about it with Corin Namek. Like, I, I, I know I my know. first name is Steven, I think, where the kid was abducted for like eight years and then he came back as an adult and he was only, he was home for like less than a year and he was killed in a car accident and it was like the worst fucking thing ever. And then his brother right. turned out to be a serial killer. It's a whole fucking thing. That sounds like but, a whole fucking thing. But so, so like it does. Sounds like a real orphan scenario. Sounds like a real orphan scenario, yeah. So yeah. like, it does happen, I guess. Right. And I, I guess don't... it's the idea of not knowing is worse than yes, knowing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but I guess, yeah, it's, it's, the point is that this is a, this is, this is not a sustainable situation no. to the point that they all start immediately bickering oh, at yeah. each other and immediately fighting. Like it, it doesn't even last as long as Julia Stiles wants it to. Nope. This is such a bad plan for everyone involved. Uh, it's well there i think they're all sort of trapped right because like if no if, if julia styles had immediately Stiles, ratted her Julia's, out yeah she could have just ratted her out yeah esther would have left and then they would have been like oh and she's still missing like julia styles did not think this through is well, my she's, point she, she's a maniac too like we we just got through saying she yeah. and she and gunner are both just just devious little maniacs just right. like esther so she sees a, a she sees a way to get half keef uh happy and painting and fucking again so she's like well we'll keep this we'll keep this fake child around for a while the movie is a bunch of people making impulsive bad decisions yep uh and nobody is likable and so that is the core issue with this movie oh i disagree as soon as this (laughs) as soon as this reveal happened where it was like, oh, like uh, I we 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 actually killed the real Esther, so now you're you're stuck here. We're gonna force you to keep this up. Uh, we know you're grown up, so we're just gonna rub that in your face every chance you get. I was fully Team Esther from that point on. I was like, oh, right. I can't wait for Esther to succeed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they yeah, do I su- mean- they do such a good job with like making Gunner such a douchebag, and like Julia yes. Stiles is having a fucking blast playing this maniac lady. I get what you're saying. It's just that they they also make Esther terrible too. Right, of course. Yeah, it's like Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> it's yeah, like, oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Freddy's worse. So like, come on, Jason, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Team Jason. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and so but that, now it's just uh, it's like 10 minutes of bickering like she she tries to poison Esther or she tries to mm-hmm. what is she she says like this will put you to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's just trying to put her to sleep because she's, oh, because she's jealous because Esther is trying to fuck her husband. Yeah, he keeps, she but keeps going like, down to his studio and they're, they keep having like moments. Right. But Julia Stiles should know, like, he's not going to want to fuck her. Like, he thinks he, she's his daughter. It's weird that she's jealous. It's weird that she thinks this is a threat. Dave. Um, she's yeah. a maniac. I know. I know. And so she tries to, like, put her to sleep. Mm-hmm. We didn't mention that she has a rat friend, Esther does. Yeah. She has a whole uh, Cinderella subplot. It's, ve- it's very symbolic, Dave. You see, the rat is also stuck. <laughs> but yeah. the rat does yeah. whatever it needs to do to survive. Yes, yes. Uh, she gives the rat her dinner, and the rat dies because it ODs on the... On, on, the, the, on the sleeping pills that she, uh, right. Julia Stiles put into it. Which makes her mad. Uh, and then so she puts the rat in Julia Stiles smoothie, <laughs> sure which does. Julia Stiles is not going to know what the rat symbolizes because she doesn't know that she had a relation. She doesn't know that the rat died because of her. No, she just I don't think it matters that much. I think the no. message the message is clear. You don't need to know anything about the individual rat <laughs> to know yeah. that when they give you a smoothie with so, a dead rat. 
oh yeah, they don't like you. Yeah, and it's, they, it's unless, just they're like, a, unless they're a cat, then they're trying to feed then you. They're, yeah, but then yes. they're, they're trying to show their affection. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, this is like within like a week of them learning. Oh yeah, is that it's, they're it just, immediately they they can't keep it together for one week <laughs> with this. It's the this scene. Ruse. <laughs> it's the scene in John Wick Two where they have to try to kill each other on the lowdown. Like where they're like trying that the subway and they're like quietly shooting at each other. Yep, the quiet gunfight, incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it's that where they're just all trying to destroy each other very quietly while the dad's walking around like duh, 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 I'm just so happy, whistling to himself. Yeah, like I'm gonna sell my paintings again. <laughs> yeah, and then the the dad leaves for a business trip on a train. Press pause real quick. Just the dad in this one and like like. Half Keefe is is pretty different from Peter Sarsgaard in the first movie, but the trait that they have in common is they're both the stupidest men alive. Yeah, like so I love that. That's like the running one of the running themes of the Orphan franchise. Yeah, it's just the women married to these dumb as hell guys yeah. who just the, the don't stupidest. notice what's happening in front of their faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sarsgaard uh, in that one, he's such a dummy. He's so uh, dumb. And so, yeah, oh, God, I don't want to, there's, there's so much in that one <laughs> where, like, where they find a wine bottle and they're like, you're going to rehab. And she's like, I didn't drink it. And they're like, you're going to rehab. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, I guess I, they, they, they do write in reasons, but that's yeah. a different, that's a different movie. It's a different uh, movie, Dave. It's a different movie. So he, he gets on the train. He's like, bye-bye. <laughs> and literally <laughs> the train has l- barely left the station and they just start physically fighting in public yeah. in this train station. It is so unsustainable of a grift that literally the moment the dad is 10 feet away, they're just like gouging each other. <laughs> and Esther takes out a, uh, a fucking uh, mace. Mace of pepper sprays pepper gunner. Pepper sprays gunner, which I'm surprised this is the first time he's been pepper sprayed. It can't but be. It can't be the first time be. he's been pepper sprayed. Although uh, maybe. I don't know. I refuse it's to certainly it not going to be. Well, I was going to say it's not going to be the last, but you know, it is the last. Uh, it is the last. <laughs> it's the last time. Listen, bad news for Gunner fans. <laughs> Gunner fans out there, <laughs> you need oh, to tearfully Gunner. roll, take down, and roll up your Gunner posters. Yeah. <laughs> a candle that burns twice as bright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so, I love Gunner uh, so much. Gunner, what it is? He's, like hours later, he's still crying about the pepper spray. And it's like, I think I need to go to the hospital. Yeah, and Julia Stiles is just like, you're fine. Yeah, you're fucking fine. You he got becomes, maced. Get used to it. Yeah. You got a face of a guy henchman. who's going to get maced a lot. What's that? Yeah. He becomes her henchman oh, at yeah. a certain point. Julia Stiles just turns. This is, again, this is a bad movie. Uh, but it's fun where she's just like, go check on that noise gunner. Right. It's like, isn't he your son she, that she you becomes, love? Yeah, she becomes Hans Gruber. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she's just like sending him around. It's like, go find out what that noise is. And when he throws her down the stairs, and like uh, Esther gets up and disappears, she's like, go down there and finish it. Yeah, it's so like, weird. Oh, but we're not at that point. talking to Rocksteady. Yeah, because what first has to happen is she steals their car. She and sure drives does. off. I don't know why this scene was in it because it barely lasts. She steals the car. And then the cops pull her over and bring her back. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so Julia Stiles asks all, like, oh. And then so the husband calls and he's like, I heard that she stole the car. I'm coming home. 
And this is as they are trying to kill Esther. So they, they want to fake her suicide. So they like hold her down and try to slit her wrists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she gets away. And then it becomes basically this thriller where she's in the house. And this is where, again, it flips, where suddenly they treat her like she's the bad guy, where it's like, where is she? Oh, my God. Oh, we thought we killed her, but she's gone. And it's like, wait, I thought I was rooting for Esther. But like you like we keep pointing out, nothing about the movie is shot from anybody's perspective. Yeah. And it changes constantly. Yeah. I think it changes constantly because they want to make it still scary. But at this point, it's gotten so far away from them. It's just like an action thriller at this point. Yeah. Like, There's nothing. There hasn't been a single scare in the film, period. Yeah, this this movie is much more like single white female or like you said earlier, the hand that rocks a cradle. And so so honestly, so is the first one without the mystery. It's just it's a thriller. It's not really a horror movie. Right, and I would argue it should be illegal to call it a horror movie. Like they should, the like the like the MPAA should get involved and be like, "No, mm-hmm. you're going to write thriller, yeah, thriller action," because nothing about this is scary. Yeah, there's, uh, there's plenty of action though. But they Esther gets bodily thrown more than once in this yeah. in this final twenty minute confrontation. Well, and this is so he throttles her and shoves her down the stairs. And the funniest thing is when he shoves her down the stairs. Oh, he doesn't shove her. She takes flight, Dave. He throws her down the stairs. And she lands and they think they killed her. And for a moment, he's like, oh, no. Like, they seem like they didn't want to kill her. That's the plan. Like, remember, their plan was to make it look like she killed herself or like. Right. But they can say she fell down the stairs. Yeah. But then that raised, you know, then they'll have to. I don't know. Right. But it's still. It wasn't their plan, Dave. It wasn't their plan. And and so this starts getting shot like th- like from their perspective. Suddenly we're like, oh, we're concerned about her hiding it from her husband. And it's like, no, we're not, because he's like, I'm coming home. And she's like, oh no, he's coming home. We gotta get things to we gotta hide stuff. And it again, the movie is constantly yeah, characters. Like it's the fucking cat in the hat and trying to clean up before yeah. the parents get home. <laughs> the movie is constantly doing this where they're like, oh no, how are, are they gonna get found out? And it's like, I don't care. <laughs> why yeah. do i care i need them to get found out yeah and then they look down and esther's gone like yeah. michael myers and yeah. that's when she but, says go down there and you finish it i was gonna say but also more importantly i want esther to kill them all and yeah. i got my wish <laughs> yeah i want to talk about this part because okay. she says go down and finish it he takes off the wall a fencing sword now yeah, he, Tom, he picks up his fencing gear yeah have you ever fenced before <laughs> no but can you just for a second picture do do you think fencing swords would be sharp no i i I assume actually that they wouldn't be yes because they aren't there is not a single sharp fencing sword in existence anybody who is fenced uh or again you just have to think about fencing for a moment it's a sport where they fence they sword fight and stab each other uh the whole point is to not die there is nothing sharp about a fencing sword. The fact that he took a fencing sword off the wall is that blows my fucking mind. Maybe because he, I have maybe, no idea what he's going to do with that fencing sword. Well, it, maybe it's like an actual rapier that he has, like because he's he's spoiled little Lord Fauntleroy, so he has fencing as a hobby. So it stands to reason that his parents probably bought him some real swords over the years. Maybe, maybe they never show it. But they just show him take a fencing sword off. Like, they would have to show that because fencing swords aren't swords. Like, there aren't, I don't, like, it's, a, it's clearly a fencing sword. 
Sure. And if it is sharp, that makes it like that's it's like it's like taking a badminton racket. Uh the you if, if that badminton racket was sharpened or dangerous in some way, mm-hmm. you'd have to show it. I don't know. I I guess you you're not as bothered by this as me, but like I would want to know it's because I would assume it's not sharp. I would assume the way he's going to kill Esther is to whip her to death with that thing. That's all you could do. Listen, Dave, not everybody is as entrenched in fencing. So maybe they thought they could just get away with that. I think they did. I think they were like a fencing sword. And it's like, think about that for one minute. Uh, And so he goes into their like garden, the, the art studio, right? And apparently this was set up earlier. I didn't notice. So this was a wild moment for me. Tom, what happens next? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Esther shows up and shoots Gunner with a crossbow. Mm-hmm. And apparently they set up the crossbow. I didn't see that. So I was just like, whoa. Oh, you didn't. I was. How did you miss away. that scene? I don't know. It's, it's a brief scene and it doesn't have it doesn't serve any purpose but to set this up later. But yeah, they do show. Uh, uh uh what's his nuts gunner out there shooting his shooting his crossbow okay. with his dad for like a, a minute and a half there's no point yeah. to the scene other this than was to the plant the existence in- of this crossbow yeah this was a fun movie but it was also a movie where for example if i needed to get up and get a drink of water i didn't hit pause i, I went for 30 seconds into the other room and came back you know no oh, you missed the so crossbow then yeah exactly <laughs> this is not a movie that i felt like I needed to see so, it. Like, so obviously, if I had to take a dump or something, I would have paused it. But when I had to leave the room for like 20 seconds, like if it's a really good movie, I would pause that movie. In this case, I was just like, ah, I'll just grab the so water. And your come back. reaction was Gunner's reaction because when Gunner sees yeah. her whip out that crossbow, he goes, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Gunner gets crossbowed. He does. Yep. But that's not the only Which, thing that happens to Gunner. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, and then she just so she, she 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 does her she does her, her coup de gras. She stabs him four hundred seventy eight thousand yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, she does her finisher. Which That's her I, ultra I would day say for is a, ultra combo. Yeah, it is a good move. I got to say, not enough horror protagonists do this. You know, where they like hit the villain and they run away. It's like no, you stab them a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Just continue sure. stabbing them. Yeah, yep. Uh, stab so them now, until then, pieces fall off. Right. And then Julia Stiles walks in and she's like, oh, no, Gunner. And I'm like, what do you care? You sent him down here. You sent your teenage son who killed your daughter to go kill another person. Mm-hmm. And you have no, you don't care about this guy. No, she's you, just, she's just his, her. Uh, he is, I'm sorry. He is just her uh, fucking stick man now. He's her ice man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, who gives a shit? Why? Why? Why is the movie j- trying to make me think she's sta- sad about Gunner? Oh, I she's think not she's sad about I Gunner. I think she probably is. Again, she's, a, she was, she's a maniac too. Yeah, if she was, she would. She wouldn't send her son to go fight the thirty-year-old woman. She might. She would she just probably, go do it herself. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have a problem uh, reconciling those two things. I, I, they, I believe they, they that go, this character is such that. She would tell her goon of a son to go murder this person and then be shocked and anguished and upset when the person yeah. actually killed her goon son instead. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not I'm not saying it isn't necessarily unrealistic. It's more of for the movie. I'm just like, why do I care? What do I care? Uh, it, it's just so weird and silly. The the tonal shifts that keep happening because like the whole thing is her wanting to protect Gunner. Well, but they don't. Then, 
Yeah. Again, it's it, so if I was writing this movie, I wouldn't have made them sociopaths because the idea would be like, oh, he accidentally killed her. She made a bad decision, right? But, but it's more fun that they're sociopaths. Today. Yes, but it, I would argue it's more interesting to do it the other way. Yeah. In fact, I think this would have been an interesting movie from that perspective. You start with Esther dying, the real Esther, her covering it up being like sad about it and then being like honey we found esther and this woman shows up and we know what she is that's i think that's the better way to tell this story Mm -hmm. because that's that's more weird and tense and then and then we have this character that we're following who like we don't like but we kind of we we she's not a sociopath because they they're literally just villains in this again the the brother is just like i'll kill you like i killed my sister i don't care I loved killing my sister. Like that's basically what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's more interesting if they were sad <laughs> about the real Esther, you know, and they weren't like just diehard villains. Uh, that would have been a good movie, I think. But yeah, but uh, it, also right. would, it also wouldn't have been the prequel to Orphan. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been. It could have been. That's like, true. seriously, imagine a movie opening with a girl named Esther and you're like, oh, this is the real Esther. Because if you know Orphan and you know, it's not the Esther and you're wondering what happened <laughs> the Esther. That's and what you the movie see the teenage boy. Yeah. The, the, the Esther. Esther. <laughs> so it's the opening scene and then the little girl dies. Cut to credits. Uh, and then you cut to like a year later and you know, and then it becomes very clear. Like you have the girl die and you have the mom find the girl and the, and the teenage son, right? Mm-hmm. You cut to a year later and you see the family and the dad's talking about how she's missing. So everybody knows, Oh, she's not missing. You actually start with that twist. And then the, then you have that moment where it's like, honey, we found Esther. And then it becomes this, like the, for the first half, it's like this really tense standoff. Where, like, she doesn't tell Esther. Right, yeah. Yeah. But she knows it's not Esther. Yeah, But I she's agree. trying to figure out... What, yeah, like, that would have been a really neat that'd, movie, That would have been a better movie, yeah. Yeah. That would have been better. It um, wouldn't have been this one. <laughs> it would have been this one. <laughs> and we so, would have... I dare say we would have lost something had it not been Yeah, you could, still, you could still shoot Gunner with a crossbow. <laughs> Gunner sucks. Oh, I love him so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. What a beautiful scumbag. <laughs> he really is just perfect i love this actor perfect casting bravo sir yeah this dipshit <laughs> so gunner's dead he's, he's super so dead. he is so dead oh they man. do another they do another fake out where they think esther's like dead and then she disappears or something i remember that i don't quite and it's again like what why do we care so the that julia styles lights the house on fire if yeah I recall. while they're fighting in the kitchen one of the burners comes on and it ignites the house yeah yeah so they chase uh, julia's is beating the shit out of esther because you know like we said esther is still like what four feet tall she's yeah not it's not physically imposing she has to surprise people so she's getting her ass beat in this fight yeah. so she runs out onto the roof and julia styles falls her out of the roof they slip in time for half keith to come home and he has to crawl out on the roof and they just do the good son yep where they're both like, shit. it's so funny because Keith doesn't know anything. He comes home to his house on fire to yeah. what he assumes is his family in yeah. peril. He runs inside. He's like, oh my God. And then he gets to the roof and his wife is like, she's a 30 year old woman. <laughs> it's like, like, fucking what? <laughs> and then Esther's like, mommy tried to kill me. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
And he's like, what ha- What happened? They're, 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 um, they're, they're throwing too much information at this man yeah. at once. <laughs> and so he grabs Esther, as you would, because Esther's a child, and right. I would argue that in this position, Julia Stiles is hanging off the third story. And I'm not saying that isn't dangerous. What I am saying is that you can land that in a way that doesn't kill you. You can, but you can also very easily be killed by that fall. Yeah, and she does the thing where she gets killed. She does the second uh, thing where she yeah. gets killed by the fall. She falls and hit and like hits her head on the one piece of pavement around the grass. Yeah. And her brains just decorate. Yeah. The, just, the her, head, her head pops like a blueberry. Yep. <laughs> and then just all over the place. Yeah. And again, I feel like the dad was probably thinking like he should be like, honey, just land in the bushes. You'll, you'll get injured, but I'm going to take our daughter. And, like, and then she lands hard. And I don't think anyone was expecting that. Uh, and then the dad's like, oh, Esther, I got you. And this is the point where Esther, if you remember from the first movie, has false teeth. Those fall out at just the right time for him to go, oh, you're a freak. And it's they've, like they've set it up before in the fight in the kitchen. Her palate right. falls out and she puts it back in. So we know it's right. loose. Right. He immediately takes this as right, like that's not that's, my daughter. Right, that's so weird because it's like, as far as he knows, she's been missing for four years and was abducted to Russia by God knows who because she hasn't told them yet. This so is what I'm like, saying about the scars. It's like who knows what happened. Right, to like her. this, yeah. like the fact that she has uh, her real teeth are jacked up and she's wearing a fake, a false palette does not mean that she is not who she says she is. Exactly, um, but he immediately. Yeah. Just uh, that's all it took for him, and it all, and he's just like, "Oh my god, yeah, uh, you're a monster!" And then yeah. he fucking falls off the roof. Yeah, oh, I think she, I also, think she, I think she shoves, she shoves him because she, because he calls he, her a monster, <laughs> right? And he also does not land well. No, he doesn't. Uh, he also lands like an asshole, and so mm-hmm. they're both dead. Gunner is on fire, <laughs> and then <laughs> he was. And all, then, it was always going to end that way for Gunner. Right. And Eyes then Esther, full of mace, shot with a crossbow, burning alive in his fucking house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Esther, who apparently has the power of Jean Grey, walks through in a bil- an entire bil- burning house, not dead from smoke inhalation, no backdraft, nothing. She just walks through the house and takes her time. She would die. She would die so Probably. hard. Probably. But th- somehow she just walks out of the house, which is so silly to me. And then and then she's it, it really it really does feel like they got to the point where she shoves half Keith off the roof, so now she's just on the roof of this flaming giant mansion. They're like, uh, how do we get her down? Right. <laughs> Maybe just have her walk back downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> With if the house on fire? Sure. At that at this point the writer has completely given up. Because there's no nothing in this movie from scene to scene makes much sense. That's what I'm getting at. Is like it's all nonsense. It's so inconsistent and weird. And like, yeah, it's like, why not? Why not just have her walk out of the house? Yeah, it Who gives really, a fuck? it really, it, it really does feel like they got her up on the roof and just couldn't figure out how to get her down. Right. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, uh, she, just have her walk outside. Who cares? Yeah. It's irritating in the sense that I keep thinking, like, I could have written this. I could have written better versions of this. Have her fall with the with the dad and land on him. Yeah. It, again, it's only three stories. It's not that, like, she right. could survive it's that. It's not easily. the Chrysler building. Yeah, like, it's you're, you could get seriously injured and die very easily, but you could also live. 
Uh, especially yeah, if you're have, landing, if you're landing on your dumb, dumb fake dad. Yeah. Have her <laughs> dad push her, and have the dad die in the fire, and her land, and then the, the they find her, the EMTs. Like yeah, there you go. and like oh, she must have crawled out in the roof, and yeah, yep. There's so many things you could do that isn't that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is, I would say, the theme of the movie for me. Is there so many other options they could have taken mm-hmm. to make something make sense or be better? Uh, but I am on your side here, which is that this movie was a delight to watch. Yeah, this movie was a fucking blast. It, there's a couple of s- stretches that are pretty yeah. dull. The first act, it really drags. Um, uh, but yeah, this movie is just just gorgeously silly uh yeah god bless it i'm glad it's out there doing its thing this <laughs> is if 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 in in the in the grand list of sequels better than the original this is one of them yeah i would I, argue this is better than orphan yeah i I think i haven't here's seen, the reason I, I haven't seen orphan in a while i did do you gen- a favor go watch it Oh yeah, I will. I will. I did. I did leave that movie with a little bit of genuine skin crawliness. Like I was like, oh, that was. Uh, that was. Yeah. No, no. There's some. Again, it's this actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her, she's great in Orphan. But what it is is that the difference between it's 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 the difference between like doing like it's 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 like doing a serious like the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Doing like a serious Jason, it's like, eh, we're, we're kind of beyond that, right? We had like one or two serious ones that we could do. After that, it needs to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of that, except I would argue there's no serious version of Orphan, which is that watching the original, knowing the, the twist, watching it recently, it's just boring and dumb for the most part. There's, and then there's, yes, there's parts where I'm like, this actress is killing it. Or when I'm going like, oh, this scene is... Yeah, they did this scene well. Because it's a good director who made the first Orphan. It's the the person who did... Um, well, he did the Jungle Cruise ride but or ride movie. Um, oh, but who it's, is it's that? Not Brad a, Payton or something? I don't know. It's, don't not, know. it's not an untalented director. Uh, and so it is... There's still some really cheap, jump-scary moments. Um, and it's, it's generally... The problem with Orphan, in my opinion, is that they just don't have enough movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's it's just a twist, uh, and and so like it's a lot of wheel spinning, and so it ultimately, if you know the twist, it's just kind of boring. It's the type of movie that you show a friend because you want to watch your friend go, wait, what? You yeah. know, like that's yeah. what it's for. It's a meme, and so once you get the once the meme is done, you watch the movie and you go, well, this isn't actually a very good movie, uh, and so this movie at least is out of its mind. Yeah, and it, which it is, at least had the decency to be gonzo. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and that's why, like, yes, there's still boring moments. I would fast yeah. forward the first half hour. Uh, but at least it's it's entertaining. I wouldn't give it... Uh, it again, it's getting good reviews. It's at, like, a 70 for critics. There needs to be a way for critics to identify a film that is, by film standards, not good, but by watching standards, good. <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's not a good movie. If if it's it's a it's a one out of five stars in terms of structure and writing and execution, but it's so stupid that it is a <laughs> it is a genuinely good watch. Yeah. 
It was it was it yeah. was it was a delightful romp. Um, yeah. yeah, we've talked almost as long as the movie is. Almost, <laughs> almost. Well, do so, you have any any other thoughts? No, do you just, agree mm, with me? Or? Mm, no, I agree with you. I agree. I agree that it is not. This is not technically a good movie, but this is a fun movie. Yeah, and the thing is, is that. I guess the question is, the more in my head I think about the good version of this movie, the more I think, like, I, I'm kind of frustrated with it. Because I do think there's a good version of this movie that we could talk about that would be both batshit and genuinely and good. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's, that's the thing, is that I think this movie is fun, but it's just very lazy. Uh, and it's, it's a cash grab. And it's going to work. Because it's stupid enough that people are going to see it people like us and i'm telling you go see it go yeah, see it watch it it's it has it, it's it they, they had it won in, it wins in their let it win defense of of the filmmakers defense they had a pretty good idea uh they did not execute it anywhere near as well as it could have been executed but they had a pretty good idea so yeah 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 that's the thing is um i don't know about you but going into it my question was of course how is this going to be a movie like because it's like well we know the twist and then you get to that point and you're like oh that's how yeah uh, <laughs> so that's kind of cool yeah uh because it is it's very much like i need something to happen right yeah it's not just gonna be the first one again is it and then like no yeah. it's not <laughs> nope absolutely not here's so, julia styles twirling a yep. mustache yep oh so good so mm -hmm. fun to watch great her, yeah watch her work <laughs> fucking great fucking after Orphan. she got gaslit by that creep in the omen yeah this is directed by the way by um the director of the boy and the boy too oof oof that, and that i would explains argue, a lot that explains yeah, a lot that's why it's not well directed and that's why it's the boy is also a movie i would i would i would argue is a meme it's we have one good idea mm -hmm. and we're going to spend most of the film spinning our wheels until we we hit the third act and can reveal it that's yeah. what it is yep uh, and but the boy, I would argue, is a worse idea and a worse execution. And then the boy too is just useless. It's just fucking yeah, it's a dead fish on the street. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. Unlike this movie, don't watch the don't boys. watch the boy too. Yeah, <laughs> or eat or the boy one. Honestly, don't watch the boys, not the series. The boys, the the plural boy movies. The boy movies. Yeah, don't watch yeah. those. Um, we can yeah. be done. I think. All right uh hey folks thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed <laughs> I, I this i forgot you all were there <laughs> i, I really just, did just talking to my pal dave about fucking <laughs> orphan first kill orphan orphan um listen uh if you want to you can check us out on patreon patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed g-a-m-e-f-u-l-y unemployed we have bonus podcasts on there, exclusive ones. For just $5 a month, you get access to Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. It's a lot of entertainment for $5 a month. That's hours, hours of entertainment. Those are weekly. It's like four hours a week, uh, or sometimes more, for $5 a month. Mm. That's a lot of entertainment. It's so uh, and then, much yeah if you want to kick us a little more we watch movies every friday night so that's even more out that's like three or four hours more of entertainment a week uh or we yeah every friday night we watch movies this would be a movie we would watch we would put this we watched both boys we did if we watched we the boys that. we're gonna watch the orphans right yeah, we could watch the orphans i think 
I, I think, think, they're, I think, I think the people are clamoring for it. We also have a store over to GameFloatEmployed.com. We can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your uh, fake child peepers on those. Yeah. Orphans. Fake yeah, kids. Watch out, watch out for orphans. What, I guess. Like, if you see an orphan, shove them down. Get away because it might be an adult trying to trick you. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta pull their teeth. Make sure they're real teeth. Yep. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. So that's the official uh, stance from Gameplay Unemployed on on yep. orphans. Be- beware. Do not of trust the them. 